The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. All right, welcome back. John Giles is on the line. Good evening, John. Evening, Nathan. So it's Argentina against France in the World Cup final. How much have you been enjoying the Messi show over the last week? Uh, always, always enjoy watching Messi, uh, Nathan. He's, he's, as we know, one of the greats. Uh, gets on with the job. Not, nothing big-headed about him. Uh, I think he, the teammates, I think, love him. Uh, and he gives them everything he's got. Uh, he's, he's, he's probably the best I've ever seen. Right. Nathan. Absolutely brilliant. I love his attitude. He's 35. He's still going. Still playing for the teams. Still, still doing brilliant things as he did. Uh, the last match he played in there went on a run for a goal, mm. make a goal. Absolutely brilliant. Have we seen over the past week uh, it being played out what you so often say about the greatest players getting better with age and learning more about the game when we look at what Modric did with Croatia and the way Messi, who doesn't have maybe the, the turn of pace, the speed, the fitness that he once had, but just walks around when he needs to walk around yet always still pops up in the right place at the right time? Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely right. The only thing that, that, that I disagree with you there, Nathan, if you look at the match the other day, the run he made to make the goal, mm. I, I hasn't lost any pace there. You know, the defender was a young fellow, I think 10 years younger than him, or 15 years younger than him, and he couldn't catch him. So I, I, was, I was surprised, because I did think he had lost his pace. Uh, but watching him on that dribble and that, the pace he showed there, I mean, he must have run for about 30, 30 to 40 yards, Nathan carrying the ball and the defender close to him, and he still got past him and around him. So I think he still has has the pace. He might not have the stamina that he had, you know, years and years ago. So he has to to um, manage whatever he has. But all the great players do that. I mean, I think what the great players, Nathan, when they start off as young, for say, 18, 19, uh, then they're inclined to run aimlessly. But then as they get older, like in Messi's case, doesn't make a false step. Whatever he runs, he knows exactly where he's running, what he can do without running all over the place. And uh, that's, that's experience, learning the game from game to game. Because they say in football, you never stop learning in football, no matter who you are. There's always something there that you can learn from. And when you, if you look at uh, Messi now, he's 35, and he's a long time in the game. So he'd have all that experience behind him now to be able to do what he's able to do at 35. It's, it's, it's called knowledge of the game, uh, Nathan. And he has that, like all the great players have. Most of them live, to live or play for a long time. I mean, Ronaldo's played for a long time. Messi's played for a long time. And still able to play. I mean, as he showed the other day, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Messi. You mentioned Ronaldo there, the, the contrast between the two of them over the last few weeks in terms of how their teammates are playing around them. And Ronaldo was obviously dropped from the Portugal side in the end. 
on paper that Argentina team doesn't look like a great Argentina team. Is is it trying to get Messi that World Cup? Is it the way he links everything together that that is raising them to a higher level? Well, I think they'd all like to to to, to win the World Cup, but I'd say there would be an awful lot of affection for Messi, uh, having done what he's done for Argentina over such a long period of time. Uh, I think you're absolutely right about the Ronaldo thing. I think with Messi, there's affection and respect. I think Ronaldo, there's respect with no affection with the players. Does affection matter? Hmm? Does affection matter? Yes, I think it does, uh, 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 Nathan. Because uh, like Messi is the leading man and he's, he's one of the lads. So there's nothing better for younger lads coming into the team to have somebody like that that's not above them and they're a bit scared of them. And I think in Ronaldo's case, and I'm, on, I'm only guessing now, I mean, he's a great player, but I think what makes him, makes one of the, the things that makes him great is that I think he's very selfish in his own approach to the game. But because he scores so many goals, then he, he's accepted by everybody and admired by everybody. But I don't think the affection would be there, the real affection. Uh, as, as there would be for Messi with, with his colleagues. When you look at the two teams that will play in the final then, it does feel as though France have a much more talented side. They're going for back-to-back World Cup titles. And that even if one player doesn't play well, somebody else will step up. And maybe we've seen that over the last week with, I wouldn't say Kylian Mbappe hasn't played well, but there's been a lot of focus on him. And, and Antoine Griezmann has just been exceptional in stepping in. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, Griezmann... Uh, I see in the papers this morning it's uh, Mbappe versus uh, Messi. Messi. I think it's more Griezmann versus Messi mm. uh, because Mbappe is very good, as we know. We have, but we haven't really seen it yet in this co- this competition, Nathan. You know, he's, he's shown signs of it now and again, but not in a consistent level. So I'd, I'd say Griezmann is the outstanding one that's done more in the matches so far. Now, Mbappé might do it in the final. He has the ability to do it. Uh, so whether he does it or not, we might see. But uh, as I said, with Messi, Messi's done it time after time after time. Uh, and he, he has the affection as well as the respect. Ronaldo, I'd say, again, I'd break myself, wouldn't have the affection, but he'd have the respect. But the respect is, is uh, and the affection is very, very important. In it. With young players coming into the Brazil uh, sorry, the, the Argentinian side, to have Messi, who I'd say would mix us with them, encourage them, uh, and do all the things you'd expect a, a, an older player to do. Um, I think he's, he's, what he does is great, Messi, and I think what he does with his po- colleagues is is absolutely brilliant. Uh, on the Sorry, going back to France, I think Griezmann has been outstanding. Mm. I've never seen a player like him, uh, Nathan. I might have mentioned this to you before. He's been a striker. I've always seen him as a striker. The guy up front, score goals, really good. I've never seen a striker go back into a midfield position and do it the way he does it. He looks like a guy that's been a midfield player all his career. And I, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm only guessing again now, that he might have always wanted to be a midfield player. He just scored too many goals. Yes. You know, so he said, no, no, you're going, not going to play midfield. You're going to play up front, because I've never seen a midfield player. Actually, I've seen very, very few midfield players been able to control the game the way he's been controlling it in recent in recent times for France. Uh, uh, and what when you say because I know when we talk about midfield players, there's certain you know somebody like a Kevin De Bruyne who at times you feel maybe isn't an out and out midfield player. He's very much more of an attacking player. Like when you look yeah. at Griezmann, do you, do you see him dropping a bit deeper and being able to 
control a game? Oh, definitely. He's done it. He's done it, Nathan. I've seen it well in recent times. Uh, I've definitely seen him. He's 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 doing it the way uh, some of the great players do it. You know, he drops deep, he gets into position, he delivers it. He connect, he connects back to front. I mean, that's what the, 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 any midfield player is supposed to do: is to connect, get the ball off the back, and connect it to the front. And he's doing that brilliantly. I mean, he's actually running the game for for France. Now, I've never seen ever. In all, my, in all my time playing for him, watching football, see a striker, a, a top-class striker like he was, go back into midfield. And what I'm, I'm guessing, I think he might have always wanted to be a midfield player, Nathan. I don't know him. This is what I think anyway. Because he, I've never seen a midfield player, uh, sorry, a striker, getting back and be able to play in midfield the way he plays in midfield. He's like a, he's like a lad that's always played in midfield and got to a stage in his career where he's perfecting it as much as he possibly can. I've never seen that in any 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 strikers. I mean, if you go look back on the ones we know with, with Dennis Law, uh, Jimmy Greaves, uh, never ever, and, and other players, Alan Clark, who was a good striker, be able to play in midfield the way that he plays in midfield. They just couldn't do it, Does and they were great players in what they did up front. But for him to go as a top striker, a really top striker, back into midfield and play in, in, in a way that all the, 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 the really, really top-class midfield players played over the years, I think it's fantastic. But I, again, I would say, I think in, in his mind, he might have always wanted to be a midfield player because I've never seen anybody do it the way he's done it. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports Does Didier Deschamps deserve an awful lot of credit For what he's got out of Griezmann And maybe also how he's used Mbappe Because before the England game All the talk was on Kyle Walker could control Mbappe And Walker did a very good job But Walker also never got forward Because he had to deal with Mbappe And all the space that's been created by teams Focusing so much energy on stopping Mbappe That they found a role for Griezmann That he can exploit all of that And a lot of that must come back to the manager's planning as well Oh, definitely. I think he's, well, he's been a great manager, and he's already won the World Cup, and his favourites to win it again this year, uh, which is which is incredible. Um, and I would would be he'd be thinking as much about Griezmann as Mbappe the way the way it has worked out. I I, I don't I wouldn't be too sure about that because Griezmann is going to do what he's do regardless of what Mbappe's going to do. I mean, we're still waiting for Mbappe to really do it in this competition. We show signs that we know. We know he's got great ability, but he hasn't really done it yet. You know, I read when I read the papers, it's uh, Mbappe versus uh, Messi. I think it's Griezmann versus Messi. Right. In this one. And how how do Argentina to do it, Nathan? You know, how do Argentina stop Griezmann? Uh, well. First of all, they'd want to put a man on him, in my opinion, because if you don't, he's running loose and he's doing it. But even that—that—that's the only thing you can do is put a man marker on him. But with players like Griezmann, they can—they can lose these guys, make them a bit more difficult for them. But the guy would have to be doing a good job, you know, a really good job to put him out of the game, because he—you can see by his movement, he. Pops up here, he pops up there, he holds his ground. 
the ball is always coming to him, plenty of space, uh, never too far ahead of the ball. It's 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 very hard to put him out of the game, particularly if France in general might have the better all-round players than uh, Argentina have. Mm. Do you know what I mean, Nathan? I, I think Messi is Messi. Messi is going to win it. If it's going to win it, it'll be through Messi. Whereas I think France have other options in their team to do it. So it'll be, be, be much harder uh, to put Griezmann out of the game because he has good players around him. It can be done, but he'd want to be a very, very good marker. Uh, there have been some amount of games since you were on last week of, of importance. Uh, we've seen Brazil go out, England go out, Portugal go out, uh, Croatia go out. Uh, I mentioned Luka Modric earlier. I know uh, that term moral courage is one that uh, you became synonymous with from your time through the years in RTE. Uh, I think it was probably most clear watching Luka Modric in that game in the quarterfinal against Brazil. like His bravery to take the ball off the goalkeeper with Neymar, Richarlison, Vinicius around him pressuring him and calmly take it off the keeper, turn and play the right ball time and time again. Like It was one of the great World Cup performances. He's one of the, yeah, you're, yeah, I agree totally, uh, Nathan. He's, he's, he's been one of the great players. I mean, I, I think he's 37 now. Mm. right? And, and again, what you find with players like him, uh, one of the great players, he, he wouldn't, he, he's, he'd be a much better player now than when he was 20. Because he's learned over these guys learn over the years, match from match from match from match. They learn something, learn something. So when you get to the age that uh, uh, Modric is at, he's he probably doing less running now than he's ever done before. But gets more of the ball, Nathan. You might have heard me mention a lot of times for this is positional sense. Mm. You know, very few people talk about positional sense. It's it's one of the most important things on, the, on, on as a player, especially a midfield player, because. Uh, you know, you're in, you're, you're, your job is to link back to front. And, and I'm sure over the years he's been man-marked and you have to get through all, all of that. And he's done it. In other words, getting in a position to receive the ball. And when you get a player like Modric, he's so good at getting into a position, Nathan, that when you're playing with him right, or watching him, you say, oh, he has to give it to Modric. Mm. He's in a position to receive it. Right, and that's not there because you've got twenty players on the pitch, and only one ball. So you have to be really good in a positional sense to, to, for the ball to come to you. You know what I mean, yeah. Nathan? In other words, somebody's on the ball. Say the right back's on the ball, and I, I have to give it to Modric. He's the one in the position to receive it. You know, I've seen players with loads of ability over the years played with them and against them, Nathan, with no positional sense. So they don't get as much of the ball anywhere near as much of the ball as they should be getting. Because they run away from the ball sometimes when they should be coming towards the ball. And, and Modric and, and, and these guys, not many of them, can do that. Like he's, 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 I think he's, what is he, 37, 38 now. Mm. And he, he, he does less running than he's ever done before. You know what I mean? Because he gets the right position all the time in relation to, has, to who has the ball. Say the right back is on it. He gets it. Now, who can I give it to? Oh, there's Modric. Goes to left back. Oh, there's Modric. Doesn't look anything. You'd have to keep an eye on him all the time to see how he how he does yeah. it. You know. I want to ask you about England, John, before um, we finish up. Um, yeah. Common uh, feeling afterwards was that England had played very well, were maybe the better team, and if Harry Kane scores that penalty, they're in a World Cup semi final against Morocco. Was was this a, a great English performance? 
Um, I don't think it was a great performance. It was a good performance, but there wasn't much in the game, uh, Nathan, with, with France. I, I thought overall that France were the better team, deserved to win. And obviously the, the, the dramatic part and the important part was Harry Kane missing the penalty. Mm. That, that obviously could have made all the difference. Well, you're not supposed to miss penalties, Nathan. You're not supposed to, you know. They're, they're a vital part of the game. And I felt sorry for Harry Kane because he's a good pro and he didn't obviously didn't mean to miss it. Uh, but did it, Southgate it do a good job? Sorry? Did Southgate do a good job? I don't think so, Nathan. Why? I thought, you know, well, he's been in the job for seven years now, right? And it, it comes to the first match of the World Cup and it took him three matches to get his right team, or what we consider to be his right team. You know? Like, if you're in the job seven years, Nathan, you know the players inside out. You don't need one or two matches to get your best team. I think he's a nice fella. I think he's a very mannerly lad. I think he's got all that. But we're talking about football management. I mean, some of the great football managers are not very nice people. Uh, and he wants, I'd rather see him doing the job if, if, if he's do, that is his job for England. Uh, I think it was. A, I don't think he, he knew his best team. He couldn't have known his best team the first match, or the second match, or else he would have played them. Nathan. So you think the fact that he didn't start Foden or Henderson and went with Sterling and Mount in the first game and then changed as they went on meant that even yeah. even with all that he was going in still unsure as to what to do with. He should have had that sorted in advance. What he would do with Phil Foden? Definitely, definitely. He's seven years in the job, Nathan. Like you. you Seven years is a long time when you're dealing with footballers. I mean, you'd know your best team after two years at the max. You'd know your best team because other players, young players, come into the squad and you have to try them out and that. But after seven years, you start with a team without Foden and, and one or two other players, and next thing, they, they have a good result, then a bad result, and then the whole the team has changed dramatically, and it's worked out. But that's only that's only guesswork. I mean, at, at that stage in in, in, the, in a managerial career, after seven years, you know these players inside out. Yeah. You know your best team going into the, the World Cup. But it was obviously he didn't pick his best team or what was considered to be his best team in the first round. Now I don't want to be too harsh about harsh. I don't know the chap at all. I think he's, he's he's a nice individual. But we're talking football here, and I can I just don't understand that. Been seven years in the job, and you pick a team. And then two two matches later, after a bad result, you you pick a, a very very different team. Yeah, that did well. Uh, we're out of time, unfortunately, John. Give me in one word. Who's going to win the World Cup final? Ooh, I'm only. You hate predictions. I, you hate predictions. I hate predictions. I'll, I'll, I'll have to give you one, so I'll go for France. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday, John, and now uh, we'll reflect on it all. Then great stuff as always, John. Yeah. Thanks, Nathan. Bye. John Giles there. If you missed any of that, of course, you can get the podcast in full on the OTB app. Just subscribe to OTB Football. You get everything around the World Cup right there. Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports.